Welcome to the Smut Hut Podcast, where a group of friends make it their mission to consume as much fan fiction as possible. There's love, angst, fluff, action, drama, but most importantly, there's smut. Join us as we discuss which story got us hot under the collar this week. Hey everyone, welcome to the Smut Hut Podcast. This is one of your co-hosts, Michelle. I'm also Commander Capitan on Tumblr and Twitter, and I'm also Commander Poe Hammerin in the Smut Hut. Hi everyone, this is Kay. Um, my name in the Smut Hut is Blowjabba the Hut. Uh, I'm known as Dark Lady K on Twitter, Tumblr, and every other platform. Uh, D-R-K-L-D-Y-K-A-Y. Hey everyone, this is Sophia, known as R2 Give Me the D2 here in the Smut Hut. You can find me on Twitter at Lady of Rebellion or on AO3 and Tumblr at Our Lady of Rebellion. Hello everyone, this is Mariana, aka Anuho, the silent P. I'm also Death Dama on Tumblr and Twitter. That's Death D-A-M-A altogether. And of course you can find us all at Smut Hut Podcast on Tumblr, Twitter, Kofi, and SoundCloud. So to kick us off today, I'm gonna to be talking about a couple of different fix that have been sent to us by our listeners. The first one is uh, actually a series called Hollow Bones Series. Includes two fics called Tilted Water and The Last Star in the Galaxy. And this was sent to us by Three Hazels, who is Three Hazels on AO3 and also Tumblr. Um, Each of these are just a one-shot, little over 2,000 words total, so it's a really quick read. The summary for Tinted Water is he follows the subtle path of their bond to the opening on his left, treading softly over the threshold of his bedroom. The sight that greets him is both deeply amusing and mouth-watering. As per usual, he can't see her surroundings beyond her physical self and whatever objects she may be touching or resting on, which in this case happens to be a great big stone bath right in the center of his sleeping quarters. These two fics are a little bit more about their kind of emotional bond um, than any real smut, but they're really short and I would definitely recommend checking them out if you have the chance. Some additional tags, of course, we have fluff and angst. Um, there's a little bit of smut or implied smut and there's a some battle wounds. There's a part where Ray actually loses a limb. There's this one part in the series when the battle wound part is happening and Kylo can feel all the pain that Rey is in. They can't control the way that the bond opens, so he meditates on her and ends up on Jakku as his 10-year-old self. Um, He isn't with her, but he can feel her force signature. And this is canon that he's basically 10 years older than her, so he's starting out like where she was born. He moves through time and the force and all these different stages of his own life, places that she would have been, and he's running by the time he catches up to the present and finds her. He catches her before she hits the ground, and everything freezes except them. Even though it's a light side technique, Ben transfers all of this love and energy to her to help her heal, and then wakes up on the supremacy in reality only a few minutes have passed. I really like how Three Hazels writes Ben's devotion to Ray and how they love each other. She makes it very clear 
that they have this great emotional bond. The way the whole thing is written is really cool. Um, and again, this is the Hollow Bones series on AO3 by Three Hazels. I've read it a few times now, and I recommend you check it out. The next one that I have for you is called Spark, and this one's by Save the Porgs. <laughs> Listen. This is such a good one. This is such a good one. This fic is hilarious. It's another canon verse, and it is by, so Save the Porgs is the author on AO3, Alley Dreams of the Sea on Tumblr. It's also a one-shot, just over 2,000 words. And this summary is, in an aircraft hangar somewhere in the galaxy, Kylo and Rey fight fiercely for the future of things that they believe in. But then the fighting stops and a whole different sort of passionate hand-to-hand combat begins. BB-8 is appalled. <laughs> I mean, is BB-8 never not appalled? I know. Have we, have we ever, ever seen BB-8, like, truly joyful unless he sees Poe? Like, every time, it's just his, so his, shook. his, his mechanical expression is always affronted. He's just, like, pulls away in anger. So I feel like, are we really surprised that he's, like, appalled at... I just need a gif of like BB-8 whipping his head around and then like the word Rome. triggered flashing. <laughs> yes, yes, that needs to be a thing. Oh man. Okay. Um, he has a thumbs up. A little lighter thumbs up. Um, or is it a middle finger? We don't know. Or a middle finger. That's I mean, very it could true. Be a middle finger. That's... I feel like that's your TED talk. Is <laughs> BB-8 flipping everybody off or giving everyone a high five? Because oh he does. He does Thank jab. Yeah, exactly. He does jab um, uh, Finn in Force Awakens mm-hmm, with mm-hmm, it mm-hmm, pretty mm-hmm. roughly. Yeah. So maybe he's just, yeah, maybe it's just a, a middle finger to the world. Oh, my gosh. Um, so the so uh, basically this fic is uh, talking about it's BB-8 and BB-9E, who is like the uh, First Order version of BB-8. And... <laughs> BB-8. black and silver and he's got a flat top yeah bb-8 is like what's going on why is ray kissing kylo ren he's the enemy and what is this other droid being here and he's just not impressed with the whole thing um it's really funny because he starts to kind of like he's like this looks like it's turning into one of poe's dirty hollow voids <laughs> except for this time there's a woman involved where do I expose I mean, him? Is is it really yeah. not canon that Poe's a fucking horn dog and fucking yeah. loves watching sexy porn vids? Like really? If there's anyone I on know. there, it's gonna be Poe. I know. <laughs> yeah, we know what he does in that cockpit after hours. <laughs> yeah. So if you're looking for a droid voyeurism uh <laughs> sm- that's a very Smutty specific niche. Yes. Um, and there's also a part where BB-8 kind of has this whole conversation with BB-9E. So this fic is also tagged the non-binary robot love story nobody asked for. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So if you are looking for... Uh, BB-8. That's BB-8. what I've always called him. BB-8. <laughs> like, what's BB-8 doing selling everybody out? Come on, BB-8. He totally would, too. He's like, this violates 12 different hygiene codes (laughs) um so if you're looking for a voyeurism um smutty raylo fic that's from the point of view of a couple of droids this is a great one for you go ahead and check out spark by save the porgs on ao3
Now, speaking of fics that have been sent to us and fics that have been <laughs> dedicated to us, um, I'm going to be talking about a fic called Struggle Willingly, which is by Those in Darkness, Those in Darkness on AO3, Twitter, and Tumblr, who was kind enough to gift us with this one shot, um, just under 6,000 words, canon verse. That is about mask kink. Um, we love mask yes, kink here. Love. Leave the masks on, leave the gloves on, just like pull out the necessary. <laughs> the necessary. The necessary bits. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, we were talking about, uh, I think it was back in episode five, when we were talking about a fic that had a little bit of mask kink in it. And apparently. No, it was potential for mask kink. Because oh, right. it was that 1920s mm-hmm. mob fic, the remember? Boot, bootlegger We were one. like, yes, yeah, that Kylo space. never takes off his mask. You know mm-hmm, Ray mm-hmm, is going to mm-hmm. ride his mask till the end right. of the earth. Yeah. 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 He has a pregnancy scare. Oh, it in just that un- fic, it unhinges the mouth. But he never takes That's it off. It yeah. It unhinges at the mouth for sure. <laughs> Um, so it, just in talking about that, we apparently uh, inspired those in darkness to write this almost 6,000 word one shot <laughs> about uh, mask kink. One of my favorite uh, additional tags on here is vocoder or vibrator. Yes. <laughs> the summary for this one is the war is over. Ben and Ray have settled into a quieter life. When an object from the past reawakens old wounds in Ben's still healing psyche, Ray finds herself taking a creative approach as she helps Ben come to terms with the man he is and the man he used to be. And uh, uh, this one, I just really, uh, I just really like this one. Um, there are some warnings, though. The author's own warnings are that this fic does um, revisit some interrogation scenes, like between Kylo and Ray, some of that language, some of those like um, visuals are are called up. And but it is done so with the consent and understanding of both characters in a bedroom setting. Um, and I would just add that there are definitely there's some non-con themes, but they are being role played. So both of the characters have consented to this. They have like talked about it in their own way this is what they both want to do but then once they decide this is what they want to do there's definitely some non-con language and action from like while they're kind of doing this uh while they're acting this out so if that's something that you were sensitive to this may not be a fic for you um although I will say that it is an extremely safe place to explore it if that's something that you are interested in, because it's very clear that they're both consenting before that yeah. anything happens. Yeah, they <clears> set <throat> boundaries really, really quickly in the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's very tender. I mean, it's yes. it's very erotic, but it's also incredibly tender. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, one of the things I loved about this fic was just sort of the emotional trust, anticipation, and romance. That's ha- I mean, and this is a one shot. But like you get you get all those things very clearly in this fic. Yes, absolutely. That's yeah. also one of my favorite things about it. 
that's one of the things that I liked about it too is that it really gave you a taste of what their marriage would be like if and when Ben comes because let's be honest it's going to be Ben Demption for a nine uh, ben when Demption. Ben comes back to the light side and they end up deciding to commit their lives together and work on themselves um, the relationship is very tender you're right and I feel like you only have 6,000 words but you get a good sense of what they are like as a couple and I think that's really telling yeah. of the writer that they were able to paint such a deep picture of the relationship when such in such a short you know span because she covers or they cover whenever you know ben has this struggle where he's still dealing with the his past and how he still continues to punish himself and yeah it's like briefly discussed upon just how he would grapple with it being ben you know now having leaving that behind and and dealing with with that and i just to me it was really admirable to be as a writer to see someone being able to like put all that all those layers in and it's a one shot you know yeah that's one thing that I really liked about it too is that Ray is struggling with her attraction to Ben as Kylo Ren and like during that time when they were just first figuring out everything that was happening with her them, and, and every girl in this up, fandom seriously in the club like I'm not struggling with anything Oh yeah, no, I'm no. just like it's like give me give me the bad boy. Yeah, well, give him yeah. to me. Let me let me correct you know, myself. Like, you're not alone, right? Yeah, you're not her alone. Her and yeah. every Raylo. Like, yes, we are all struggling with that. Well, <laughs> she's struggling with it because Ben has so much guilt over actually being Kylo Ren, and she's like, yeah. I'm really attracted to this part of him, but he also is trying to like leave this in his past, and then. Um, and they kind of work through that together in a way that really brings them closer. It's this fic is like so tender, so filthy. It's amazing. All the feels. I, I love All it the feels. so much. We like All it. Those are the bookends of every Raylo's dream is tenderness and filth. Right. Can you just take me through both of these things real quick? Because <laughs> yes, that would exactly. be that would be amazing. It's really what we're looking for. Checks, yeah. It checks off so. the marks like tenderness, mm-hmm. filth feels yeah Yeah. boxes ben in the streets kylo in the oh yes (laughs) so if you are looking for a super fucking filthy like just i cannot tell you how much i enjoyed the masking in this and when she's the whole part with the vocoder and he's like saying her name through it can you can you read us a little portion of this smut so um just to give you all a little uh kind of taste of the mass kink um this is one of the uh, smut highlights she reached through the fat fractured barrier and touched his mind where are you ben he gasped the noise reverberating through the mask and into her body she hadn't expected it the moment ben sensed it he pressed the advantage chuckling ray froze the vibrations were more than she could handle But now they were joined again. She knew he wasn't going to let her stop. His big hands dug into her tiny hips and moved her against the mask. I can feel how close you are now, he whispered. So let's just all take a second to fan ourselves. (laughs) Fanning myself over here. There's no problem. There's no problems here. (laughs) Okay. So. Aren't we all? Oh my no. god! Like, that was great. That was great. Sweating that was a little. Great. Um. So, if you are looking for a smutty, super fucking filthy one shot that also will bring you so much vulnerability and closeness from both of the characters, I highly suggest checking out "Struggle Willingly" by Those in Darkness. Now we have a couple of fake recommendations from our lovely 
Dark Lady K, Blowjob of the Hut. Today, I'm recommending two fix. My first one here is called My Boy Builds Coffins by For Autumn I Am. They are For Autumn I Am on Twitter and AO3. Their Tumblr is long story short, I killed him. So this is an AU universe. Uh, it's uh, 18,498 words and it's one chapter long. So it's a really long one chapter fic, which is kind of nice because I kind of hate having to click next chapter sometimes on like single short fics. That's just me. Um, so the summary is when Ben decides to get himself a sugar daddy, he was expecting a disciplined gentleman with expensive tastes. Hux is rich but not flashy. He's awkward and prissy. He doesn't even seem to want sex. There's something about him, though, something that makes Ben want to break his own rules. Uh, so some of the additional tags are sexy carpentry because, get this, uh, Ben is a carpenter and he builds coffins and cradles and cabinets and stuff like that. Mm. But the, the big thing that he does build is um, coffins for dead people, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and the ships in this are are Kylux, but really, like, I'm going to argue that it's Ben Army, which is one of those ones that, like, doesn't get played around that often, because H- Kylo and Hux, as they appear in the movie, don't exist. This is definitely a Ben solo fic. Like, he's, like, awkward and, like, kind of, like, how do you put it? Like, he's just, he's sassy. He's got, like, this kind of, like, darker side to him that I feel is a very, like, Carrie Fisher sort of like distillation that like comes from Carrie Fisher and not necessarily from Leia so Mm -hmm. that's definitely this Ben is Ben Solo he's definitely not um, Kylo Ren Mm -hmm. Um, so Ben's a carpenter Um, Anakin is actually a carpenter as well and so he left uh, university and Luke necessarily specifically um, in order to become a carpenter to follow in Anakin's footsteps His business is doing well, but it's very expensive because it's a small business and he can't afford his lifestyle of choice. Um, His lifestyle of choice includes going out to expensive dinners, extensive shopping, and spending money on essentially everything for himself. So he decides he's going to look for a sugar daddy. Uh, oh so he signs up for an online service. Like you and do. Yes. And so the thing is, is you know what? You know what Ben Solo and Kylo Ren and fucking Adam Driver look like? He's not sugar baby material, like physically. Right. So he has a really hard time uh, finding a sugar daddy who is not expecting a certain attitude. So he, Hux approaches him, and the first thing he calls Ben is Kylo O'Ren. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> Kyle. Kyle O'Ren is what he calls him because his, <laughs> his, his, you know, his, his, his screen name is Ky- Kylo Ren, but it's one right. word. Right. <laughs> and Ben's like, it's, it's actually just. Kylo Ren. He's like, oh, Mr. O'Ren? Just really laugh really <laughs> That's such a Hux thing to do, too. Yes, like, Or exactly. such like an Emmerich thing to do. It's adorable. And so in this case, Hux, who he goes by Hux in here, so I'm just going to refer him as that, even though he's not necessarily the Hux from the movies. Um, he's an art history professor turned curator. He took a sabbatical to do some like for-profit curation and he ends up being really good at it. He's uptight. He's completely clueless about uh, baby daddy, sugar daddy dynamics. And he just wants a date that's at his beck and call because he's really busy and lonely. And he really has a hard time because of the way that he looks, finding the kind of relationships he he wants because he's a dom. Mm. He's so busy approaching. He's so busy just being like prissy that he like has a hard time asking for what he wants, which is essentially someone he can fuck. But he can't because he thinks that Kylo's playing him because Kylo's so flirtatious and, like, so, like, 
cynical but also kind of like sassy that he like doesn't he thinks that Kylo's just playing a game and that Kylo's more experienced than he actually is which Kylo is not experienced um <laughs> that sounds hilarious that sounds pretty so canon. yeah it's, pre- it's pretty great <laughs> I would say what I liked the most about it was the banter because there really isn't that much smut in here there's only smut at the last chapter um they do a lot of texting, and I just laughed so many times. Like, I, I agree with Mariana in this, that she says that she really likes ones that have, like, texting kind of banter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where, like, you know, it's just, like, dialogue back and forth. And it was very good. It's the love language of millennials. It really <laughs> It's my is. love language. And so it's just funny watching how thirsty Ben is for Hux, but, like, being really unsure of himself, which is, like, not in his character, I guess you could say. Right. Doesn't know how to and do so it. And so the... Yes, the banter is so good. So the smut warning, the smut, the smut uh, highlights are so good as well. But there's only one. It, they just hook up at the very end because they have to, you know, go through all these emotional hoops in order to like get to the point where they can have sex because they need to have an emotional connection. Well, there's that, but then it's also just like Hux is fucking busy like all the time to the point where he's like, "I'm gonna take you on a date," and they go to the movies. And he falls and he fucking falls asleep. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Kylo's wearing like a crop top. Yeah. <laughs> Mesh yeah. crop top. Yeah. Like, Let's just... just take a minute to think about two foot high nipple Kylo Ren in episode eight. In a fucking black mesh crop top. Ooh. I just want everyone to just imagine that. Just like feel the fishnet material on your own nipple. Yeah, exactly. Body it. Exactly. Imagine him in like tight black leather pants and that, oh, and that crop top. At the movies. So, yes, yes, at the movies. And there's this, <laughs> I think someone actually drew an art an art piece. I have to find it. Um, and it's a picture of uh, because Armitage comes to this movie and he brings like a whole like cooler full of snacks. <laughs> so he's like opening a, a sparkling water really slowly. So it like goes. So he brings like his container, like he brings his stuff from home. Yes. Yes. Like he brings like, like he brings like soup. Yeah. So like, yeah. He brought some like it was like udon or yeah, something. Yeah, udon or ramen That's or peak, something. That is peak like my mom. And then like he opens up these snacks and he goes, do you want a, uh, what is it? A, a, what's the, what's the kind of the Grinch that he's like, he's doing? Is it pistachios? Yes, oh, he brings pistachios. It's like, I brought some, I brought some stamp, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Would you like one? Yeah, exactly. So he's really awkward. So the whole, that awkwardness, if you're into like really silly, sexy fix, a la Lemon Hot Summer, which we're going to talk about later. This is definitely a fic for you because it's really fun. The only content warnings I would really give is Autumn puts a lot of good content warnings at the end of the fic. Um, but you really need – what what Autumn says that's really important is this. But here's what I think is important. Both characters have a poor understanding of what sugar daddy relationship is. Take this fic as, fic as a cautionary tale with a surprise happy ending, not as an example. Them being misinformed for comedic effect is the very premise of the story. So if you have problems with – Things being done wrong for comedy, but like it being damaging. Don't don't read this fic, but it's it's seriously really fun. It sounds like such a rom com. Ben showing up in like a fishnet crop top, mesh crop top. If I find, I'll, I'll look for the art. I have to hunt for it because I literally just forgot about it. It's my level of right extra. Now. Like <laughs> that's so something I would do. Uh, there's also a really great scene where 
uh, Hux takes him to like a friend's or relative's wedding. Mm-hmm. And even though like his intention wasn't to piss his dad off, he's like totally like rubbing Brindle Hux like the super wrong way. And it's great because I just love it whenever like people are like, ugh homosexuality makes me uncomfortable and then gays are like yeah and they're just like gay in front of you and then you're just like ha <laughs> gays like really gays breathe it's even better because uh they've gone out a couple times at this point but they never like actually use each other's names mm-hmm. so uh you know ben introduces them like hi brendel my name's ben solo i'm here with your with your son and you know brendel's like well, where is my son oh he's on his way he's coming and so then you know Hux comes up and says, hi, dad. This is my boyfriend, Kylo Ren. Kendall <laughs> goes, that's not what your boyfriend said. Oh and they're like, what do you mean? we got to get our story straight. Your name's not Kylo Ren. You used a pseudonym. He's like, who oh, doesn't? You? Wait, that's your real name is Armitage Hux? You have a whole conversation about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. So there's like a lot of like funny, meet cute conversations. So he realizes, like, like wait a second. Your name isn't even Kylo. <laughs> not Mr. O'Ren. Sorry. In this uh, art piece that you were talking about, Kay, is it like um, Hux with his glasses on, all hunched over, eating ramen? Yes, it, yes. Of, you find and then it? Kylo was like sitting next to him, like, "Yes, what are you doing?" Okay, I found it. I'll it? share it on our like, Tumblr. You, who's the Who's the artist? It is. Um, I mean, I love this. <laughs> it I looks just, like their name is Jesus. Okay, good. All Wait, right, what? Awesome. Go Jesus. It's Jesus, but like with extra letters, J. E U S U S. They um and Autumn Follow together me. were kind of like working on this together. So How I do guess I, find oh, okay. this? I just yeah. Google Jesus. No, because there's extra S's <laughs> and there's an A in there it's, somewhere. It's <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Yes, yes, ma'am. Just Google yeah. Jesus. Yeah, just Google uh crop top Jesus. Crop top yeah. Jesus. I'm sure it's I out there it. somewhere. See how many images of you and McGregor come up. Yeah, right, ah. right. I want to see you, McGregor. So, how many extras? Okay, Hello there. It, it's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my there, god! Later. Could you imagine him in a crop top? You know. I would. I would Hello love to there. See it. I'd love to see um, that. It's on Tumblr. It's J E U S U S. Wonderful. Okay, we'll link it. We'll link it in our Tumblr post about this because it's so good. So, thank you for Autumn and I. Autumn, this was great. It was really, really enjoyable. <laughs> So the next fic I'm going to read, talk about, oh my God, is uh, one of my absolute favorites. I've been preaching about it forever, is Slip Going Under's Doing the Unstuck. Uh, Kate, who is Slip Going Under on Tumblr, Twitter, and AO3, uh, wrote me, I'm just going to say she wrote it to me because I really love this, <laughs> a When Harry Met Sally alternate universe. It's so good. Oh, my God. So it's set almost 80,000 words. Um, it's 15 out of 18 chapters long. Uh, I'm really upset that we're recording this right now because literally as I was writing my notes, I looked down and I had just finished reading chapter 14 like for the second time and it updated like 10 minutes ago. I was oh, so no. mad. I was like, God, I don't have time to read chapter 15. So I'm only going to re- review up to chapter 14. I'm not going to give any spoilers because it really is spoilery. So the summary is, when Harry met Sally, meet, met Raylo. Modernized, gender-swapped, angsty, and funny, Ray is Harry, Ben is Sally. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that's an accurate portrayal of our space dummies? I think that's pretty good. I still <laughs> have to read this one. I've been wanting to. And I'm the kind of selfish person who's like, I'm going to wait for it to get like oh, closer it's close. to being complete. 
It's so yeah. close. But am I remembering correctly? Is when Harry met Sally the one where they're having like lunch or something? And yeah, and she like, moans. You can't fake an orgasm. So no, this- that's that's what that's what he says. He says that all women I sleep with always orgasm, and she goes, yes, yes. "No, women fucking fake it." Yeah, she fakes an orgasm while they're having lunch. Iconic scene. What does this make of me? That when you said this was like reverse roles, I just pictured him doing that. Can you imagine extra ass Ben Solo, extra ass Kylo Ren, absolutely doing that in a public place to try to embarrass the shit out of Ray? Absolutely, absolutely. So Kate does a uh, a really extra moment. I'm just going to go ahead and start from where we're talking about. The iconic scene where Sally fakes an orgasm while they're having lunch, okay? Kate does a really great, like, play on that where, oh my god, essentially Ray doesn't think that... Uh, G spot orgasms happen, okay? She's like, she's like, I've never had one. I like do what girls want me to do, but I don't think they've ever had one. I don't think G spot orgasms exist. Like I've had one like maybe one time, but it's really hard. And I, I just think they're a lie, is what she says. And so Kate decided to do this play, which is like a meta non-canon chapter, which is one of my favorite things that people do. These gift chapters, but she gifted it to us. And Ben gives Ray the fucking orgasm of her life in a bathroom at a pastrami shop because and the best G-spot orgasm she's ever had (laughs) is called uh, I'll Have What She's Having. (laughs) And so here, let me let me read you a little bit of this. Can you take more? She stills. I've taken an entire fist, you know. Not mine, he says. Jesus Christ. He gently pushes two fingers inside her this time while rubbing his thumb around the side of her clit. She moans softly, despite herself. It's pathetic how easily she's coming undone, even though some part of her brain still wants to keep up the pretense that this is only about being right. Do you feel that? He curves her fingers and presses firm up firmly, watching carefully for her reaction. You're holding your breath. Breathe. Except now she can't remember what she wants to be right about. Mm-hmm. She holds onto the faucet at the edge of the counter for leverage. It feels like she's about to pee. So she actually follows his instructions, taking a deep breath and willing herself to relax and push through it. He's applying a lot more pressure with his fingers than she's used to, but it's exactly right and her body is humming. She feels her face flushing as he presses his other hand down on her lower abdomen, pushing from the outside while continuing continuing a steady rhythm inside. And then she feels it. Maybe it's just a tiny shift, a matter of milliliter, millimeters, but it's there, real. Shit, holy shit, she jolts forward, almost knocking into his shoulder. Yeah, I feel it too, he nods. <gasps> ah, don't stop. Don't fucking stop. Just do that. Fuck, she's whimpering, letting the heat roll off of her body and raves. Firm, constant, steady, rhythmic pressure. All part of the process. I hope you're paying attention. She looks down. Oh, God. His stupid, enormous fingers are barely two knuckles deep. What did I just say? She looks back at him, unable to process whatever condescending wisdom he thinks he's imparting. Huh? Her legs are dangling a few frustrating inches from the floor, and she fidgets to find some kind of footing. He grabs hold of her right leg, bending it at the knee and resting it against his shoulder, deepening the angle. We're trying something else, okay, he announces, like they're playing doubles and changing up the strategy. And okay, okay, I'm, I'm just going to give a shout out here to Kate because Kate was like, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I I just wrote this entire sex scene in just dialogue. And I was like, uh, please give That's us fine. more. Because 
Uh, Sophia looks like she just died. She's sitting next. I to feel me. like you, like you should do, uh, like work for Audible or something. The oh my like, god, uh, what is, what is uh, audio books? I'm that sure is totally Kate is weird. listening right now, and she's probably like five shades of red because I wanted to ask her about like what to call her. Should I just call her Slip? Should I just call her Hit Kate? So she knows this is happening. She's probably dying right now. But you know, high five because uh, that scene. I'm dying right now. You did very well reading it because yes yeah Yeah, i feel like i have to pee (laughs) people are gonna start people are gonna start asking you to like do fix in audible form for them oh jesus lord so that leads us to other things but let's let's talk about some of the ships here obviously raylo's a ship um we've got some holdo ray we've got finn rose and minor poe hux I'd also like to add a few content warnings for this fic. Ben and Ray do have sex with other people in this fic before they are truly together as a couple. Um, Some of the encounters are driven by their frustration with the other person. Uh, Ray is Polly and Kate does have Ben and Ray uh, have character-driven comedic conversations about consensual non-monogamy. So if that's something that might bother you, um, feel free to, you know, be aware of that uh, as part of this fic. Um, my favorite part about this ship is that this this fic is that Ray's by like I feel like that's my my personal canon. So uh, let's just go ahead and let's talk about how Ben is more is like Sally. Uh, Ben's a Sally character. He's an ex conservative talking head with a shitty relationship with his family. Him and Leia still hang out, but he's embarrassed by her essentially. Um, Leia is the character she is in uh, in. Um, uh, when Harry met Sally, the you're right, you're right. I know you're right. Dating married men, et cetera, et cetera. But um, also just just orchestrating just all of these awkward situations between Ben and Ray. He's picky like Sally, sardonic and sarcastic like Harry, and into this like dark thinking that Harry has a lot of. Um, when we meet him the second or third time around, he's in a relationship with Paige, uh, Rose's sister, until they break up. Like Sally was with her ex-boyfriend who she didn't get married to. He doesn't get into a romantic relationships easily because he wants to make sure that they will stick and that they're emotionally um, connected. Ray is Harry. Ray is an orphan who has a hard time connecting with people romantically. Uh, She's a lawyer for Lando's company uh, because Ben gets her the job even though they're kind of not friends during the time. She likes to go with the flow and has lots of friends that she connects with but not deeply on an emotional level except for Finn and Rose. She's cheerful and sassy like Sally, but has a hard time trusting people because of her past. She's a serial dater and sleeps with a lot of her dates to protect herself from a genuine intimacy. Um, Ray is buying this fic and married to Amelyn Holdo until they get a divorce. So um, as of the last uh, chapter 14 that I finished reading, that iconic meeting of uh, Harry and his uh, ex-wife while they're singing karaoke was just about ready to happen. Okay. Um, what I love, I'm sorry, did you have something to say? I was just going to say, that's so interesting that Ray is married to My purple-haired queen. Yeah. I know. It's, it's really, it's really great. Like, it's, it's, it's really interesting because it really, really defines Ray's character, that she's a person who, um, has a hard time having relationships with people her own age, that she's always looking up for people in the same way that Ray does in the movie. She's always looking for a family figure. Mm. Um, yeah. No, I just, I was thinking, like... You know, it's a shame that Ray and Holdo don't meet in the movies. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that'd probably be like way too much big dick energy to have on screen <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I, I understand. I understand Lucasfilms. I understand why you had to. You had to pull that back. <laughs> right. Yeah, tone that down a little. 
So what I really like about this uh, fic is that banter. Kate has really good banter between uh, Ben and Ray. Yeah, I like that. Uh, She doesn't play lip service to When Harry Met Sally. She really lets Ben and Ray grow as characters. Um, I like that she mashes Harry and Sally's characteristics and puts them to, yeah, to match with Raylo. She doesn't try to squeeze anyone in a box they don't fit in. Um, I love that Kate is having so much fun in this fic. She plays around with writing styles and storytelling techniques like on every few chapters or so. And it's fun because of that. It doesn't feel boring. And she does do a lot of our favorite scenes in When Harry Met Sally with a Raylo twist. Um, and then the last thing I'm going to go ahead and give you, since I've already given you my smut highlight, is their their relationship, Ray and Ben's, is a lot more sexual than Harry and Sally's is. Mm-hmm. Um at one point, Ben leaves a recording of Chuck Tingle erotica on her voicemail. And I don't know if you guys know about Chuck Tingle. Dinosaur erotica. Okay, listen. My clarion class, we have a lot to say about Chuck Tingle. We fucking love that guy. Amazing. And if you are ever in the mood for just like completely ridiculous, just completely like off its ass erotica, go read some fucking Chuck Tingle, Okay. It's, it's, I'm going to, I'm going to pull back a word that I haven't used in a long time. This shit is redonkulous. It's like, so I Googled him and the first thing that came up was a book titled Donald Trump pounded in the butt by the handsome Russian T-Rex who also peed on his butt and then blackmailed him with the videos <laughs> of his butt getting peed on. Yes. <laughs> Yes. That that is yeah. a very this is an excellent sampling of Chuck Tingle right there. And so and so this made me remember another amazing fic that I think you guys need to read, which is oh, called yes. Whisper in My Ear. Uh, which is a fic where Kylo is an angry and exacting professor of Ray's class, but also a sexy, secretive podcaster. So if you really like the idea of someone reading you sexy erotica, like I did 10 like, seconds ago, yeah, like <laughs> you should definitely read uh, Whisper in My Era by Junior Dreamers. In that case, I'm just going to leave it here because I could go on for a whole episode about how much I really love uh, doing the unstuck, but I'm just going to stop and then yes. maybe secretly read chapter 15 while everybody else is reviewing. So, Sophia, would you like to go ahead and talk about some? <laughs> We're super big fans of uh, Slip Going Under. She's always interacting with us on Twitter and Tumblr, and we just absolutely love her as a person and as a writer. Okay. I would like to talk to you about two fics today. The first one is called Kohelet 316, Call Me a Cab. It's by Linear A, the Mm -hmm. amazing writer who gave us Us Mechanics. Yes. yes, we love that one. So beautiful. So I'm going to quickly read these tags to you. I apologize. I'm going to go a little quick. Almost everyone is Jewish. Definitely not based on the author's experience with leftist Jewish groups. <laughs> Angst, identity crises, explicit political, co- political content, police violence. I'm trying not to be too frivolous with a serious subject, but also I'm writing fanfic. I will delete this if necessary. But I think of it in the spirit of the Tura Purim newsletter. Masturbation. Bisexual Ray. Bisexual Rose. Dirty Talk, Emotional S&M, Alternate Universe, Modern Setting, Past Child Abuse, Mildly Dubious Consent, Light Dom Sub. Who's the Dom? Who's the Sub? Who's the Say? Who wants to know? <laughs> Not Terribly Healthy Use of Alcohol, Mention of Suicide, Non-Sexual Human Trafficking, Blowjobs, Cunnilingus, Cum Swallowing, because, you know, I'm a cum slut, and Mental Health Issues. <laughs> so I, isn't. I am not Jewish, but having been raised Catholic, I actually got a pretty decent Catholic upbringing um, and sort of being like uh, the 
the Jewish people, the Catholic people slash Christian people, and the Muslim people are all people of the book, um, i.e. the the Old Testament, um, which I think is the same as the Torah for many for many Jewish people. And so for those of you who are interested in, in Jewish culture um, and the nuances of it, because that that I think is something that um, is really important uh, in the use of Jewishness in this fic and that is missing from our sort of more sort of topical political commentary in this day and age is nuance. OK. Um, and how like not all Jews are the same, just like not all Muslims are the same and not all Christians are the same. Right. Um, and so I think, you know, it's amazing because to me, this fic is basically like uh, taking Star Wars, the um, the sequel trilogy and turning it into a sexy social justice fic. And like literally like those are my three favorite things. OK, mm-hmm. you fucking took linear A fucking took Star Wars Okay, she mm-hmm. fucking took Ray. She took Raylo. Okay, mm-hmm. and social justice issues mm-hmm. and kink, and then she put them all together, and and I have just been like so politically and physically turned on. Yeah, <laughs> for like a month. Yeah, <laughs> for like a month. Yeah, the socialist <laughs> Democrat in me has had like like I have been so wet. Like I've probably eaten through like three pairs of panties at this point. <laughs> It's really ridiculous. Okay. This is all you're doing, Linear A. I hope you're listening. Yeah, yeah. I, I want her I want her to know that. Okay, so let me let me read you um a quick thingy. Um but before I, I read you the quick thingy, let me tell you really quick. So essentially it's modern day, it's like it started in twenty seventeen or twenty sixteen. It's like very recent. And mm-hmm. um Ben Solo is working as a NYPD detective um, going by the name Kyle Orion. Oh, Oren, Mr. Oren. Yeah, Mr. Oren. Yep. And then Ray is short for Rachel Neiman. And she was a child slave. So the Oscar Platt or Unker Plutt. um, He had like a, a sweatshop of kids that he used to sew um, like designer goods and she was rescued as a child by luke skywalker and luke skywalker skywalker is a rabbi and he Mm -hmm. takes her in and and teaches her about the torah and teaches her about because this is another thing right nuance about how important social justice is Mm -hmm. to uh the jewish faith system and how the in a way an aspect of being jewish an aspect of jewish faith is to pursue justice And that the world cannot be healed without justice. And a lot of people, I think they don't they don't know that about Judaism, about different sects of Judaism. So I just want to make sure uh, that uh, that we talk about that a little bit. So she's an undocumented immigrant here in the States. Okay, she doesn't. I'm already like getting all into this. Yeah, she doesn't know exactly (laughs) where she's from because her earliest memories are of being in that sweatshop. And right. she gets saved. She's in the States. She uh, link. She grows up. She she's uh, her best best friends with Finn, who is a black Jew. Who and she that's, meets. She meets when she's very young. Yeah. Which they meet when they're mm-hmm. kids. And that's a, another thing that we, we don't talk about is like the different races of people mm-hmm. who are Jews and how long of a history that is. And like not just Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. then uh, she joins this group called Kai. 
and they're essentially like a Jewish activist group and they work with different activist groups in New York City uh, to try to affect change. And this story kind of kicks off around um, the Trump administration wanting to ban people immigrating in from certain countries, specifically countries that have a Middle Eastern um slant or yeah that. a middle eastern country yeah and remember there are all those protests at the airports yeah, saying the airports. let them in i actually yeah. was that one of those yeah me too i went i went to lax and so and so it's a, it's about it's about it starts off with that and uh kyle <laughs> um here we go yeah and people call him kyle low and so kyle that's Lowe. like linearation she does a lot of play with the names which i really appreciate um mm-hmm. And so he's there working like security detail at the airport and Ray is just kind of like having a social justice warrior moment where she's just kind of like really feeling herself. She's really feeling the vibe of the protest and she's just like holding hands with random people and singing. And so she just happens to grab his hand. And in that moment, it's very much like um, when they meet on Takodana, they just have this like the psych, yeah, the psychological, this like psychic feeling or link. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he ends up arresting her and taking her in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when he discovers that she's undocumented, he's like, okay, I'm going to turn you into a CI, which is a criminal informant. And mm-hmm. he basically is like using her being undocumented against her to get her to inform to the cops on what's going on in Kai. Um, because while they're a nonviolent activist group, they do things like, um, sit-ins and cops don't like that stuff because it makes it hard for them to do their jobs so he's using her as an informant however I, what I really love about this fic too is that Ray she's kind of like a double agent and um, she lets um, Poe who's Daniel Polanski in oh this God, fic I love it so much. he goes by Poe yes, um, so she lets Poe know that she's informing on Kai and so they decide what to tell Kyle and what not to tell him Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I, can I just, can I, just yeah. I really enjoy that dynamic uh, because I feel like it could be really terrible if she, for us as readers, if we had felt that she was too tied up with uh, Kyle Oren uh, and like more on his side. So I really enjoy that she told Poe and that Poe is sort of the. I don't know, the bad guy to their relationship because obviously this is a Raylo fic. At the end, they need to end up together. Well, I think I think what it is is that Kyle slash Ben, because he and Poe grew up together. Yeah. He oh, sees okay. he sees Poe as like a total like hot Jewish stud who can get like any woman he wants. And he's like, well, if Ray's been talking to Poe, then Poe is like probably got Ray in the bag. And so he sees Poe as a threat. When in reality, Poe and Ray are just friends. Mm-hmm. And right. while Poe, you know, he's flirtatious, I think that's a part of his character that Linear yeah. A transcribes really well to this fic. He's flirtatious, he's very charismatic. He's mm-hmm. never been the type of guy to like, you know, just like be a womanizer, you know? So he's like all he's like all talk, but like he doesn't do things except, unless... Except we have to admit, he's been flirting with Holdo. Oh, his yeah. rabbi. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. For, like they they're at a contention. <laughs> that's one of my favorite. Yeah, 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 of this. yeah. So that's another great thing. So in this fic, Amy Lynn Holdo or Hold On, I think yeah. she's this like really awesome, like progressive, uh, lavender-haired woman rabbi, and she's the head of Kai. But she's also kind of like the older, 
liberal centrist leadership and poets oh, coming let's from just, like let's just do a just do a drive let's just do a food drive yeah let's just do a money drive and Poe's like tie me to the fucking police station yeah <laughs> yeah he's like no woman we need action he, it's he's like, the he's, fly boy yeah, yeah through and through yes yeah, and exactly. so yeah and so there and there does there is this sort of like um there's this sort of weird like flirtatious argumentation that happens between the two of them okay so that's the the premise for Kohelet. Um, let me uh, just read you a quick smut highlight. Okay. Oh, it's so good. So there's there's some parts that are so there's um, remember she's a criminal informant and he's a cop so that's got some you know dubious consent non con overtones. So I just want to remind people about that uh, going into it. Um, so she says, you know, she says playfully, I think there are some things I might want to do to you this afternoon. Yeah, it's all he can manage. But I don't know that I want to do them to Kyle O'Ryan, the Irish cop with a weirdly good shit. I think I want to do them to Ben Organa, who, word on the Upper West Side Street informs me, was quite the scholar. Who told you that? He wants to ask. But then she leans in and brushes his hair back, and her breath caresses his ear, and she very, very gently sucks the lobe into her warm mouth. He's ashamed of the sound he makes, but oh well, too late. Who cares? Please keep doing that. (laughs) Ray does keep doing it, and he shudders, and then he notices she's working on his belt buckle. She lets his ear go, but she keeps her mouth there, and her free hand strokes his hair. Say your prayers for me, Ben. Oh my God. (laughs) Say the Shema. Bless something. Oh God. This... Is really not a kink he would have guessed, but sure, okay. And she laughs softly. Is there a ruka for a blowjob then? And so that's just like... It's like someone saying the Hail Mary while they eat me out. Oh my God. I'm saying the Hail Mary while they're eating me out. Oh my God. I'm, like, I'm just going to submit this as an alternate title for our for this episode is, Oh, well, who cares? Keep doing that. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's that's from chapter nine. There's some other uh, sexy tidbits, uh, <sighs> some very sexy tidbits that happen in there, especially if you're into um, dubcon and uh, and noncon handcuffs. tones. Handcuffs. Yeah, there's a there's a handcuff situation. Uh, there's a there's a like compliance hold situation. Uh, yeah, there's some situations. So yeah, that's um, linear A Kohelet three sixteen. Call me a cab on Ao three. Uh, it's currently at about 108,000 words, 18 chapters. It's completed. Um, and there's only 91 kudos on this fic. So I just, you know, I was I was talking to Linear A in the comments, and I was just like, look, I'm going to talk about this because people need to... They do. More people they need really to know about to. this because I think that there's a big um, overlap between people who are Star Wars fans, especially the sequel trilogy, and then people who are really into social justice. Me. But people who are also into, like... Filthy hot kinky shit. Me. Yeah. So Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. So I think you and know. I think we should. You know. I you should mentioned this one before. <laughs> ben in the streets. Kyle like, in the sheets. I have not put enough respect on this fic's name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm like, listen. Yeah. This is the second yeah. fic by Linear A that we are recommending here on the podcast. Yeah. Because it's like, good. Tiny little eight. Yeah. You know, this is going to be episode eight for us. Yeah. Uh, our eight episode podcast so far this is the second fic that we've recommended by linear a and i think that says something about their writing yeah that says a lot okay so the second one this is going to be a lot quicker is called uh into the great laugh of mankind 
and this is by Diasterisms on AO3. We love Diasterisms. We love Diasterisms. This is a sh- Hell yeah. This is a short fic. It's five chapters. It's completed. And it's only 30,000 words. Um, and so there's not a lot of tags on this, but let me give you the let me give you the rundown. So Ray and Ben are both in uh what's it called? Uh, archaeology. They're both archaeologists. She's like a grad student and he's oh, like a postdoc. I this one yet. Yeah. And this is like if you okay, if you like movies like National Treasure or like yes. Indiana Jones, but you also like um smut, uh <laughs> this is kinda it's kind of in that vein. It, there's not oh a lot God. of like adventure and like fighting bad guys but it is adventurous and it's very sexy and fun and there's this like beautiful theme of discovery and discovering things like as a team um and so they're both archaeologists and the premise is that previously for like one christmas holiday they met on the french riviera at some bar and ray told him that her name was kira um, but he said that his name was Ben, I'm pretty sure. And they end up drinking a fuck ton and they end up having sex and it's like the best sex that either of them have ever had in their entire lives. But because Ray is an orphan and she has attachment issues, she leaves before he wakes up and then they never, they don't see each other again. And he has been pining for this young woman that he met for like over a year and Ray has just been like, man, that was like so amazing. Like, I'm probably never going to meet a guy like that ever again. And then lo and behold, they both end up on this project. Um, so the kiss, the chiss people is a alien race from the Star Wars, but they make them like a small autonomous nation in like the um, Pacific Ocean or like Atlantic, one of the oceans here on Earth. Um, and they have this island that has this old ancient temple on it that has both Sith markings and Jedi markings. And the Sith and the Jedi are considered like two old, like ancient religious sects on on Earth. Um, and so it's a modern AU. And uh, they have found like Sith markings on uh, like certain um, uh, historical sites in one part of the world and then like Jedi markings on historical sites in another part of the world. But they've never found them together until this temple on Octo, which is the name of the island. And so uh, Luke Skywalker is an archaeology professor and Ray is one of his students. And there's like a whole bunch of people. There's like biologists. There's um, like people who study like animals and climate and like geological formations. There's a bunch of people on this and those those are some of the other like ancillary characters from star wars we have finn and rose is there we have amy lynn um poe is the pilot who flies them to and from the island because it's like there's like no electricity there it's like completely deserted and so ben gets contacted by his uncle to go work on this dig on octo and he gets there and ray is there and now they have to pretend oh, like shit. they've never met oh and they God. have to pretend like they didn't <laughs> fuck each other's brains out and that they and, don't want to fuck again and and yeah. and excellent excellent fix trope and they have to share it's a tip. only one <gasps> yes there was only there was one, only one, one yes 
And so the way the story works is a parallel between flashbacks to that weekend trip on the French Riviera between the two of them and uh, them discovering Octo and like learning more and more about the temple and what was there. And I think it's just a really beautiful, excuse me, I think it's just a really beautiful fic because it's really cute seeing them try to pretend like they don't have it hot for each other and then finally succumbing to you know, the inevitable. How Let's long be is real. this pick? It's only five chapters. Oh, wow. I like that. That's my favorite. Yeah, it's, Lunchtime short, read. it's short and sweet. Lunchtime read. Um, but also very, very hot, but also very, very fun because of the archaeological stuff. I like that. And the porgs make an appearance. Oh, yay. My favorite baby. Because they're like this indigenous species to, That's to the island that can't be found anywhere else. Oh, my and God, like the, the, bi- the zoologists are just like, how do they even fly? Like, how does this creature even exist? Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and there's like a scene where where, like a porg like sits on Ben's shoe or like on his head or something but they can't do anything about it because it's a protected species it. and they're not allowed to touch <laughs> right. it right <laughs> stuck with a porg on him all day yeah yes and um and i so can they're... just imagine his like scowling face the whole time like yes oh yeah yeah, yes. yeah. and it's Absolutely. super cold so at some oh, point we're gonna have the... to huddle together what yep yep <laughs> so there's a lot of really great fic tropes in there too i just so those... know michelle's like soaring right now she's like yes i can't believe i haven't heard about this before listen bookmarked next read right here so i know yeah i know diasterisms and linear air are authors that we've covered before but i just thought that these two fix were just really special um yeah and i i really wanted to share them so those are my those are my recs Yay! yay so my fic review for this week is going to be Meet Me at Tilted by SK Robot. That's E S K A Y Robots altogether on AO3. That's also their name on um, Tumblr and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And this one shot is specifically uh, about the William McTavish skit that was that Adam Driver did when he was on SNL a couple of, like yes. two months ago. It, it's yeah, the, it yeah, the fic when he, uh, I mean the fic, the, the skit when the, he's a 40-something-year-old divorced dad of an 11-year-old and he's trying to learn how to play Fortnite. And so in the fic, it is him hiring experienced gamer Rain, what's her name? Well, it's Ray, but it's Rain or Shine. And so he hires her and... They end up meeting that way. That's like, it's a short read. It's not, it's just one chapter, but honestly, it's so good. It's got so, so good. So good. Just under 9,000 words. Um, It was, this is the one that solidified for me. Honestly, it hit all of my personal kinks. So it was just so, I was so hot and bothered after I read this one. It was so good. The, some of the tags are where it is. Um, guys, this is crack. Pure and total crack. An excuse to write smut. And precious dad Ben. Who just wants his son to like him. So it's... Th- there's some pretty, like, cute tags on there, too. Or is it, um... Ray Tavish. That's what I'm calling this. Ravish. Yeah, <laughs> Ravish. Yeah. Which, yeah. which is exactly what... It made, like, it... Honestly, I was like, yep, I'm ready to ravish. So... Um, the summary just says William McTavish just wants his 11 year old son Milo to think he's cool again so he stumbles up this upon this cute gamer girl who might just be able to help him get good at this Fortnite thing 
Ray's only too happy to help and satisfy her kink. So, it's short and it's, like, it, it goes from this, like, for me, I love whenever you bring in pop culture into, like, a, a fic. So, it starts off with, like, mm-hmm. a, a post that she puts when she's, like, since she is a gamer, she is for hire. And so, they start messaging each other. They end up meeting up. And then one le- thing leads to another, and awkward flirting turns into this, like, absolutely, like, un- So awkward. Massive. So awkward. Yeah, so good, so- He's like, wait, is this really what's happening? Wait, I'm not misreading this, am I? Yeah. Oh, my God, what's he's happening? He's like, is this girl that's, like, because t- he's, what, 43, I think? He's, like, 40, yeah, early 40s. Early 40s, and he's like, is this girl who's, like, 20, at, like, 20 years younger than me, is she really coming on to me? And she's just like, you're such a good daddy. And he's like, um. yeah, yeah. She keeps saying, like, working daddy in the conversations. I, I feel like this Ray is very, is very like, play to win Ray. Does that make sense? Like, alternate universe play to win Ray. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. This is definitely alternate universe play to win Ray. And I love how they pointed out the horrendous outfit they had Adam Driver wearing in the skit. Oh, yeah. Because she's like, oh, he's so hot. Even in those horrendous khakis, like, even his <laughs> ass is great. I just love how they, like, talk about him in it. One of my favorite things is she's like, who gave him the right? In her head, she's like, who gave him the right? <laughs> and he's just, like, so. Isn't that what we ask ourselves about Adam Driver every day? Who gave yeah. this man the right to exist but who, also, so deliciously? who gave SK Robot the right to do this to us? Who I mean, gave SK Robot? We consensually <laughs> gave SK Robot the right to do this to us. We yeah. Ascend- yeah, we did. We really did. <laughs> It was so, the fic that I didn't know I needed. Yeah. Uh, for me, honestly, like, I mm-hmm. honestly mm-hmm. was like, after I read it, I was like, okay, I, f- I feel like there's endorphins running through my body right now because it hit all the marks for me. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. let me just say SK Robot is a master at the dirty talk. Like, in this fic. Oh, yeah. They are the, like, I was just like, whoa, this is, this is next level. And so for me, I was like, Whenever I'm watching it, or when I'm reading it, and and you see that Willie McTavish is, like, so awkward and fumbling, and then suddenly, when they're hooking up, like, the way he's dirty talking, and I'm just like, oh, okay, excuse me, I thought that you were like, oh, mm, okay. I mean, you know, all middle-aged men have fantasies about hooking up with really young, sexy pieces like us, so, you know. That's true. <laughs> it's true. So... They have it scripted out for them. Porn does them no services. They don't have to do anything. It's so easy. I just really want to make a joke about how McTavish didn't know how to hold a Xbox controller, but he sure does know how to hold Ray. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. He didn't know how to handle how to handle a, a joystick, but he sure knew oh, how yeah. to handle He's, her. You know. Yeah. Like yeah. I, oh, imagine though, if like okay, SK, if you're out there. Um, I just like the idea of like maybe <laughs> like a follow up where it's like, you know, by the way that you hold that joystick, like I never would have known that you could hold my clit like that. Oh my god! <laughs> Honestly, and a, and a little like a little side note about her that's more like for us is that I noticed that she tagged and it's dedicated to the members of the Thirst Order. So I went yeah. on to the Thirst Order and I found her on, in the group. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's in there. Oh, good. So. Yes. And she constantly posts. She actually writes 
um, more. So I'm going to be checking out more of her work. She, she yeah. does have multiple. She, she has such multiple. a good way of writing. Yeah, yeah. She, she really does. does. Yeah. Especially because this is just one chapter, but you get to see the dynamic of like what their relationship will likely be like, especially because like when they're flirting, it's just so awkward. But Ray, Ray <laughs> seems to notice it and she just like, for some reason, I get it works for her. That he's just yeah. like, yeah, because, you know, at one point she offers him a drink. Like, you, we're going to take a break. We've been gaming for a while. Would you like something to drink? And he's like, no, like, I don't really drink that stuff. And she's like, I need it to keep, like, my throat lubricated. And he's like, really? What? Uh. Lubricated for what kind of things? Tell yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, there's there's lots of little, like, uh, double entendre, like, filthy tidbits yes. in this fic. And it yeah, ends it, so happily. It really does. Yeah. Okay. And like adorable. Yeah. It does. yeah so, yeah, it is. Mariana, do you wanna do you wanna talk about how like it's not just about like a middle aged man meeting this like hot gamer girl online that there's actually like like a love story here? Oh yeah, absolutely. So I mean, yeah, because I was I was gonna like go past that part because like yes, they do they do you know end up hooking up and whatnot, and there's some vulnerabilities because you know. When you are in that moment, it's when you're at your most bare uh, emotionally. <laughs> I'm so cheesy. Bear. But, um, because, like, even during in their dirty talk, like, they can't manage to not show their vulnerabilities. And you see that Ray's comes out, like, quite literally because she's like, you know, say that I'm good enough. Say that, like, I'm enough for you. And so it's like, mm-hmm. yes. You praise like, King. Yes, say, praise King. Yeah, and so... Meanwhile, she's sitting here like, you know, having her own insecurities in her head and kind of voicing them through the dirty talk. So is he. They both have this like insecurity and they they're kind of like not meaning to show it through in the dirty talk, but they are. And it kind of works for the other person. And so it they just kind of in, in each other, they find that the other person. I, I just love that, the pe- you know, when you're reading a, Ray, a like a solid Raylo fic, it's someone that is able to bring that dynamic of the balance of like balancing out each other, you know, like mm-hmm. the, the energies that the other person needs. And so mm-hmm. to me, I really, really appreciated that after that it's, I mean, obviously they have the, the attraction, but it's like the, their, their personalities just, the dynamic is so strong, like from the get go. And so after that it, it develops into this, like they talk about how she ends up meeting the, like her, uh, his son. And so yeah. It develops into like this. It 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 also is like what calling back to uh, what we were saying about the fic that was the masking fic. How it does have its like tenderness to it. I definitely mm-hmm, saw. Mm-hmm. I definitely saw well, it's a lot a... of tenderness in this one as well. I mean, and at the mm-hmm. at, at first you see it as well when they're like you know sitting there and playing back and forth with each other and just like joking around. But even afterwards as well, the fact that. Um, yeah. She does have, like, being an orphan, and she's kind of built a community around herself. And naturally, mm-hmm. that community is guarded. So, they, you know, she does mention that whenever William does start coming around afterwards, that um, uh, Finn, yeah, Finn is real, like, wary at first, just because naturally, you can only imagine the kind of, like, yeah, relationship older that they would man, have had. younger woman. And you can only imagine, like, the kind of yeah. dynamic that they would have had where he's like, I'm going to look out for her. But, like, what I love that they pointed out was, like, once he saw how William was, like, doting over her and looking after her and caring for her, he was like, okay, like, I like this. I'm here for this. Like, he kind of, like, accepts him into the family. And so it was just really cute to think about, 
to think about yeah. Ray playing with 11-year-old Milo because Milo was like you can you could just imagine that that was like one of the YouTubers that he watched. Yeah, yeah, just... I think that they talk about that about how he knows who she yeah. is because she's so big in the gaming community and he just can't believe that his dad is friends with this girl. Could you imagine? He calls her daddy's Poor special William friend. McTavish, like He's just trying to figure out Fortnite. He goes from like just trying to figure out Fortnite so he can like match stepdad Rick to bringing home this like rock star of the game, you know? Yeah. So so cute. It was and going back to like right after they hooked up, it, I really appreciated the fact that to set this apart from it just being like a fic where they just have like a like a quick fuck and they like go their own way is that they do like. Like, they talk about their emotions kind of, like, briefly, and she's just kind of, like, saying, you know, this, is, this isn't this is something that I want it to be just, like, a... They, they kind of, like, both lay out their emotions there for each other. Mm-hmm. So, I really mm-hmm. appreciated that. So, and then it was really cute. I mean, and it and that's the thing. Like, it's just... It's just... Well, it's just nine... Under 9,000 words, and she's able to, like, show all these layers. One of my favorite... Uh-huh. Like, the way it ended was honestly one of my favorite things, because, like, it shows... It does discuss like the heart, the the downside of being a gamer and a streamer because she says like I put in a lot of work to do all of this. Like I have to stream for hours, I have to edit it afterwards, and it's cute how mm-hmm. um, William is like, oh, in his head he can't stop being the dad. He's like Milo wants to do this. This isn't something for him. He's too young. Like all this work that she has to put into it, <laughs> and they bring that back yeah. at the end when she's saying, you know, I just want to leave. I just want to go because like. William is I guess like waiting for her it's so cute because like she's still streaming and she's trying to like you know end end the stream but there's these kids who are like they use she uses the lingo for like gamers which I totally don't I totally don't get it because she's like they're stream they're stream sniping me and I'm like I'm gonna pretend to know what that means and and get frustrated (laughs) too these little punks are stream sniping her so she's like i'm trying to end the stream and she can't and then like at the end she gets a message from her boyfriend from william that says you're late little girl daddy's gonna have to punish you so she's like i'm leaving i'm gonna go be with my boyfriend see y'all because if someone messaged you you're late little girl you need to come home to daddy you'd run not walk Back to daddy's bed, let's be honest. And it was, it was like, she said that this is just a crack fic and it's trash and whatnot. And I mean, I understand what Mm -hmm. she meant, but also I thought that the, anytime a writer can take the opportunity to like make something more out of it than just like smut and add these Yeah, yeah. It can still be smut and still be tender. I told you, Ben on the streets, Kylo in the sheets. You can still get both. But I just really appreciate that because like in my head, I start, it's the world building. Like even with the things that you don't say, the things that you do say, like make up for it. And in my head, I already start building this like, this idea of who William McTavish is because of like the little things he says, Uh like about his ex-wife and about how it's always just been for him. Like in his head, he's like, the only person I've ever had sex with is my ex-wife. So yeah. it, you already know yeah. that he's the, a certain type of person. You already know yeah. that, like, he has certain kinds of expectations coming into it. So to me, it's like it means something that if these two people are, like, we, I have these expectations. Like, with her, she's like, I'm tired of dealing with all these fuck boys. I want something real. I'm with, like, and she doesn't even say it to him. But, like, yeah. the idea that they do this with each other means more than they realize. Yeah. And so, yeah. I, and, and, like, earlier I was reading it, and she, like, one of the things, like, and I'm like, I'm such a, like, such a baby. But, like, one of the things that got me, and she's like, you know, sex with him is great. But after a while, like, she's like, it's not just sex anymore. 
like it's starting to feel like something else and I'm like <laughs> like I'm just like Argh. my little Raylo heart and yeah, then I'm right? like this is just yeah. 9,000 words like not even 9,000 and it's getting me in the feels that she's like they're falling in love yeah because yeah. when when I started reading it I thought that it was just gonna be like a crack fic too right yeah um this is but so the, much the more fact than that. that yeah but the fact that it ends with ray understanding like this like the sensitivity around him already having a kid and like him introducing her to that kid and then like what type mm-hmm. of like blended family unit that they're gonna look mm-hmm. like moving forward it's like literally sk took us from like daddy kink to, to family lo- kink to family kink for me and that's exactly that's exactly it and i this is why I love knowing that I have Sophia here to like talk with me about. Yeah, like... no, she elevates the conversation. We had a whole conversation about this, and she's she's so good at articulating what we're yeah, trying to here say. Here I'm like fumbling through, and I'm like, how do I say this? And that's it. Like the she fact won't that look at the camera, she's hiding behind <laughs> me right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> we love you, Sophia. I know. See, wasn't it the best idea ever that I ever had? So, <laughs> thank you. So anyway, I'm bring it back. Okay, so the fact that okay. To me, I thought it was just going to be that, too. I was like, okay, as soon as I watched the skit, I was like, I need some of this McTavish daddy. Like, I need this. So I read it, and I'm like, the fact the fact that she was just so, like, oh, you know, at first, she even says, at first, it was a little bit weird to meet a son. But the fact that she was someone that was, like, like, she's in her 20s. So you have to, like, you know, in that mentality, I don't think that you're like, okay, you know, I'm okay with dating someone that's going to have a kid that's, like, half my age. And she's so open about it. And, like, you can only imagine someone being an orphan thinking, like, you know, yeah, the idea, weird. I would never want to, re- yeah. But even, like, it's weird, but also, like, thinking, you know, in her head, probably navigating, I'm not going to reject a little kid because I knew what it was like to be rejected, you know, kind of thing. So it's, like, mm-hmm. just the fact that she was so, like, he's a dad. And he has kid, a kid, and it's so sweet that he's a good, positive, like, dad who's trying yeah. to meet his son at his level. Like, she she playfully, like, flirts with him at first about it, but she, in her head, is like, this is really sweet. Like, this is actually yeah yeah one yeah. of the reasons why. Because they both kind of got infatuated with each other before they even met. They looked each other up. Like, yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love when she's, yeah. like, looks him up on Facebook, and she finds a picture of him in his swim, swim trunks, and she's like, hello. Oh, Oh, hi, Daddy. <laughs> tell me more about yeah. these short swim trunks on this massive tell frame. Me, tell me massive more about these abs. That I'm going to climb like a tree. It's a dad fic and a daddy fic. Yes, yes. And I love that, you know, she wasn't someone who was like, there's the 11-year-old son. Ugh. She was just like, oh, my God, I love how involved he is. I love that he's doing this for us. Like, it's just right. It's just continuing to, to push this idea of, like, what toxic masculinity is not. So. Yeah. Yeah, because it very easily could have been the trope of like, oh, my wife left me and my son doesn't like me anymore. So I'm going to get this hot young slice of ass. and I'm just going to run away with her, yeah. you know. But SK really mm-hmm. took it in this other direction um, that handled that situation with some care. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, because I mean, I've read a couple daddy fix that, you know made me feel uncomfortable that I felt like the power dynamic wasn't hot for me. Uh, the, you know, the mm-hmm. sex scenes were written really attractive, but like as, as a person who enjoys these kind of like in equal, equal situations, like especially in Colette and like in um, 
couple of the fics that we've reviewed. Uh, I like uh-huh. Daddy. I like the porn situation. I like these more, you know, in a, unequal power situations. But finding a fic that gives you that unequal power kink but also make sure characters meet on the same level in other ways is really important to me as a reader. Yeah. It's more than yes. just the hot sex. I mean, I'm not going to say that I haven't checked well, off that's a really hot sex. That's the yeah. bridge that takes um, those dom sub relationships. That's what takes them from a fantasy to a reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, is when is when the characters are communicating, when there's acknowledgement of the power inequality and there's work put in on both sides to address it um, so that you can, you can, you know, you can say, like, yeah, like, this is where we are when we, when we met, but this is where we could be later. Mm-hmm. And exactly. this, previous, this previous imbalance is something that we can come back to and play with. Like, we can re- basically, like, revisit and role play ourselves back when we were on unequal footing. Yeah. And that's where, you, where yeah. you take fantasy and turn it into reality. And so... I say that to say, for our male-identified listeners, yes, who who um, are attracted to people who have daddy kinks, like mm-hmm. to be a daddy, like you can't just be like full of money and full of penises. Yeah, like it's not just like tie, <laughs> it's not just tie us up and spank your brats and then okay? buy me something afterwards. You have to actually right. be like loving and vulnerable vulnerable caring yeah. individuals uh-huh. okay like being a daddy is not just like spanking and dirty talk well okay? on all all as a dom uh add to this that being a dom is the same thing you want to make sure that you have a vulnerability that you're willing to t- care for your sub and your baby shall we say uh and also but at the same time, be willing to be vulnerable yourself, whether that mean me crying or just being open about what you're feeling at the moment or open about what your mm-hmm. baby or your sub makes you feel like you have to open minds, open hearts, open legs. So that was the discussion on Meet Me at Tilted by SK Robot. Again, this um, is a it's a very niche like meta one shot of based on William yes. McTavish the character that Adam Driver played in a skit when he was on SNL a couple of months ago. And so that was it for that. And then for Fortnite. Yes. um, If you're looking for something else for Fortnite, one of the other fics that I really read and liked was Looking Leads to Touching, which is a blowjob one shot by Elmi89, E-L-E-M-I-E-89. And we'll link to that. So I don't know if you've been following any of this uh, Waffle House drama. We will link an entire thread on our Tumblr uh, about Waffle House, how this all Waffle House happened. And we'll let Mariana go ahead and narrate that uh, on our Tumblr because I'm sure she is. It'll keep it'll if we had talked about this, it would take our the entire podcast. We could talk about Waffle House and uh, Poppy Willow for a, a whole year. So we're just big yes. shout outs. Yeah, so, like, when Raylos got Capri Sun, it was like, okay, the Raylos have arrived. Like, the ship is in the harbor, okay? (laughs) People are lighting up their luggage. We're about to go on this cruise. And then fucking Waffle House got in on it. And, like, let me just... We're fed breakfast, lunch, dinner, and we're hydrated. Yeah. Yeah. Capri (laughs) Suns and waffles, y'all. Hydration is very important when you're reading Raylo fix. I will make sure to go and write my thesis on how I refuse to do not 
on fighting the erasure of women and the job they do in fandom. For all of our listeners who heard us um, talk about Enterprising Lee's amazing piece of work, Play to Win, that's Mm -hmm, Enterprisingly mm -hmm. on um, Archive of Our Own. And she Mm -hmm. is... I'm going to... Is she... Commander Kate. She's Commander Kate on Tumblr and Twitter. Yes. She wrote a... This has to be like the most meta thing ever. She wrote a (laughs) fan fiction based on the characters from Play to Win titled Uh Fan Friction. But we all know that it will always be called Play to Waffle. Sorry. (laughs) Play to Waffle! Sorry, Kate. Fan Kate, friction. I'm dying. I'm dying. Jimmy Cough dying. Fan <laughs> friction oh is isn't an amazing waffle. name, but play to waffle as <laughs> as famously dubbed by Trixie. Play to waffle. Wow. Yeah, Ooh. that was that was Trixie's work. So, fan friction is a one, sh- also a one shot. It is just under, also just under two thousand words. And the summary for it is Ben Solo meets his on- online arch rival um, Ray Sanderson in a Waffle House on the third night of Dragon Con. The fact that two people attending Dragon Con end up at the same Waffle House isn't terribly surprising, given that there's really only one within walking distance of the convention. And at 2.30 a.m., after three straight days of partying and con going, there are very few places that make more sense for drunk nerds to end up. The fact that they, that is Ben Solo, a.k.a. the star killer mod known as kylo ren and ray sanderson aka reddit user ray of light the eternal and yet unbannable thorn in his side end up at the same waffle house at the exact same time is really just a comedy of errors a play to win waffle house au in which instead of being professional gamers ben and ray are just your average nerds who hate each other online until a fateful encounter during dragon con brings them closer than they ever thought possible so this do we have like 10 hours because this <laughs> it's only like two chapters <laughs> it's it's actually just one chapter oh jesus it's only one chapter you only need four hours my Come notes brings out receipts can we just like show that gif of like the girl like bringing out all the receipts okay so first of all the fact that that this that this fic was used to address what all of us like women and female identifying fans have to deal with in fandom is just one of the greatest things. Like it's one of the greatest things. It's mind blowing in the sense because (laughs) Kylo Ren, AKA Ben is such an insufferable, like I hated him. And I'm like, this is basically a hate fuck fiction. Hate fuck fic. Yeah. Hate fuck fic. But like it just, the the characters that that she built she managed to to stay loyal to who they are in the characters that she built in play to win and bring them into this reality where he is this toxic fanboy gatekeeper who constantly looks down on and sh- and like sh- shuts down any of Ray's theories and the lore and the meta that she writes and like sniff like like turns his nose up at her fan fiction and so the fact that she's able to bring this and kind of like is it was a very like I can't think of the word catharsis cathartic I guess for me in the sense that I was like this is literally like how I feel like I've had to deal with with 
all my life. Like the well actuallys that, you know. Oh, God. Well, actually. Yeah. Well, actually, he's not sure if you were paying attention, like, tilt hat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I just, that, that dynamic between them and the fact that they didn't, like, they didn't even know anything about the opposite. They made all these assumptions. And I feel like that speaks a lot as well, like, layers in the sense that when they're sitting at this Waffle House... And they're both back to back of all the places. I love these tropes. There was a <laughs> Michelle loves it, and there was only one bed. I love, yes. and there was only one Waffle House, and there was only one Waffle House, and there was only one booth they could share. They're back to back, and they can never stop being who they are. So while Ben is sitting there in in cosplay, may I like might I remind you? Oh, all, what's he cosplaying as? As as silencer, right? Yes, he's cosplaying oh, as silencer, nice. and she's and she's cosplaying as Me- Millie Millennium. So that's the greatest part is that like it's so meta. It's so meta. I don't know anything about gaming, so I can't like all of this stuff. I'm just like, oh my god, like I don't get it, but I love it, especially because this is something that she created in play. To- this is like the game that she created in play to win. She brings it over into. Like, I'm about to lose it and flip this table. She brings it over into play to waffle. They are they are literally in cosplay for these characters. Millie and the silencer. And well, she's not is she yeah, she's in the cosplay as she's in cosplay as well. They're back to back. She's sitting there writing because she writes some of the filthiest smut. She's one of the most Do we expect she, any less from her? Yeah, she is one of the most like renowned in her top writers in the fandom on archive of our own uh-huh. so she's writing and they're like really ray are you really doing that right now poe is the one that's like right now really and she's like my fans have needs they have yes she's like do. my readers have needs yeah so she's like i'm like can we just please give a quick shout out because i know i know that kate did this for a reason kate is up at 2 30 in the morning sometimes like out wherever uh-huh. she is and she's like i have an idea let me write like a quick shout out to all of our content creators who will like be yes. sitting at like a family reunion at like in the middle of some like meeting or in sitting in a car in traffic, mm-hmm. like in their lift. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I have an idea. I'm going to start writing right now. Yeah. Like shout out to all of you. Or like Lilith or posting stuff in the middle of Thanksgiving. I love that also that Kate brought in the, the same dynamics, like, the way that, uh, she really brought these characters in from play to win into this and 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 like the way that she built them the relationship with their parents and everything because there's this one part where ben realizes that it who it is behind him it says um the the part i want to read says um the speaker sounds oh because someone just got after i think it's poe he just got after ray for writing fan fiction while they're waiting for their food and it says the speaker sounds so affronted by the concept as if this Ray person is committing some form of grave sacrilege by penning fan fiction in this establishment that Ben is strongly reminded of the times when his mother would tell him off for playing on his Game Boy at synagogue. So like it just like I couldn't not imagine him playing his Game Boy at synagogue and like Leia just being like, how dare you do this? Bring you back to Kohala and it's just like uh, baby Ben and Kohala. If he had seen another kid, bring their Game Boy to synagogue, he would have lost it. He would have been like, the disrespect 
the audacity. Yes. Yes. And so it's just the way that she writes it is just so I I can't praise Kate enough. If y'all haven't read this, y'all need to go. It's so it's a quick read, but I mean, it kind of sort of, but it is just you're going to want to go back and read it again because she does so good at like playing with these characters, these characters mm-hmm. and exploring with them. The ones that she just she just finished off the story. And like one of the things I loved is there's so many times that we get an incredible uh-huh. fic. And we're like, oh, we wish we could see more with these characters. And the writers will be like, I feel like, and it's respectable yeah. because it's their work. And they say, you know, uh, I feel like my time with these yeah. characters is done. I'm not going to be yeah. adding anything more. Yeah. And I mean, that's totally. There's something about right. beating a dead yeah. horse. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. And so, and that's exactly what I've, you know, and that's what I've gotten used to because it's like, I'm done. I've said all right. I can say. The characters yeah. aren't speaking anymore. So for her to like, all of this played out so perfectly because she had just written a an extra like a prologue an extra prologue chapter for mm-hmm. play to win so she was still in the minds of these characters when the waffle house like movement <laughs> that i yeah. call it happened so she was like i have to do something with this i still have like stuff mm-hmm. to say with it. so she takes these characters and she doesn't continue like i've never seen someone i don't think i personally have ever seen someone do that where they grab the characters they created kind of you know based on this story like yeah it's an yeah. au of an au yeah like, to me, I don't think I've seen that before. Like, an AU of an AU like that to where she does it so well and translate the characters so well onto this next it's, fic. Yeah, it's so, super good. So, um, they... The banter is hilarious. Hux? Okay, I need to bring this up. Like, <laughs> who, who, which one of y'all else read this fic? I did. Okay, then Kay... Hux and Poe yes, hooking up? Yes, yes, Like, at the table where it's like... Where Poe's like, have I seen you at a sex party somewhere? Yes. He doesn't say it like that, but like, okay. So Hux is sitting there. Okay. So at this point, they're both back to back, right? Everyone, you need to read this, Sophia. Like, that's why I'm like, because I'm like, if she's not giving, yeah. Like, if you, I was like, if she hasn't given input yet, she hasn't read it. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to put this inside myself later. (laughs) Okay. So there's this, there's this point when like the both groups start to Uh interact and Poe gives this look to like to Hux. He just gives this look and Hux just gets really stiff and like start like he like looks shyly away. Oh, and oh he like, gets stiff, does he? Yeah. He gets stiff. <laughs> he's like he just looks away like nervously and Poe's like, haven't I seen you somewhere? No. And he's like, no. You no. And he's like, I think I've seen you somewhere. And then like it really fascinates um oh uh Phasma. So Phasma's like huh huh where she like looks at them both and she's like, where have she's you She's essentially seen a voyeur. Yeah. She just loves watching them. She's like, he, she loves watching yeah. Huck squirm. Yeah, I'm I'm Phasma <laughs> in this right now. And then he's like, he keeps like goading him and like, I've known you from somewhere. Like, don't you want to yeah. tell people? Yeah. Don't get shy. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's just hilarious. And then like, she the way that she makes it like the interaction is hilarious because when both groups end uh-huh. up interacting. You expect there to be this, like, right. oh, it's you, it's you. And the only people who do that are uh, Ben and Ray that are staring each other down angrily. And then you've got Rose and Poe who are like, hey, to him and talk. And they're like, yeah. what's going on? And they're, like, they're bonding. And so, like, both of them feel so betrayed by their group. <laughs> How so, could like, you? <laughs> How dare you? Like, you're supposed to hate them. Do we have a smut highlight? Because I feel like we need a smut highlight. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I, I mean, I am getting there because this is, like, a whole lot of angry foreplay. Oh, and let me just let <laughs> it's me just really say, angry foreplay. Honestly, I, I 
Angry Foreplay is literally like the summary of episode seven and eight. Am yes. I right? So I want to give a shout out to Cyborg Harpy because it was a, it's her and Enterprisingly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Working together. And Cyborg Harpy is Ashes for Foxes on uh-huh. Tumblr and Twitter. And it's Nat, who is one of the hosts of Meta Machina. And I want to give her a huge shout out because she co-wrote this mm-hmm. with Enterprisingly. And I know that she's the one responsible for the the fake Reddit threads that she wrote on here. And she is just so nuanced. She is so nuanced and on Reddit. Oh, man. She could teach a master class. She is yeah. I love stuff like that. It, uh, uh, this, okay, yeah. I this is this. so okay. There is it, it is so like inceptiony in the fact that it's like a meta within a meta. Like <laughs> it's just hilarious because it's like I even told them I'm like this is like a fic about a fic where people are like in a dumpster fire fandom fight and I'm reading it while actively participating in dumpster <laughs> fire fandom fights. So it's like wh- what yeah. is real anymore? So that's what I'm saying. This is like what, what even is reality? What even like... is reality? What even is reality? And so when he one of my favorite things is when he figures out that it's Ray as in like his yeah. arch enemy, he's like fuck yeah. my entire life. Fuck my whole life. Anyway, so it's it's like they get in a shouting match they start arguing they're friendsly them and say if y'all are going to be like these right. petty people y'all can just sit there together so they sit together and angry eat their food and they like still sit together this entire time sophia the entire time ben is just like what do i do because i hate her but also she is turning me on so much <laughs> right now like this is like mean to her. like all men as she's as she's eating she's like eating so like violently that he feels himself getting hard and he's like i'm supposed to hate this woman but she's also sitting here writing porn because she starts writing as she's eating in front of him and she's like he's like what are you doing and she's like writing porn and he's like in his head he makes his face but in his head he's like that's the hottest thing i have ever heard in my life like this woman is just yeah like, because it is mm-hmm. it's exceptionally so, hot so it is just so meta, y'all. Definitely have to read it. And I believe that Sunny makes a, an appearance in this one. So did y'all want a, a smut highlight for for the waffle, the play to waffle fan friction? They stumble into the room, nearly tripping over Phasma's rolling bag and Hux's cardboard box of vintage Doctor Who collectibles, just barely managing to remain on their feet by hanging on to each other. He flips on lights as they stumble through the space, illuminating the chaos of the suite with a soft yellow glow. Help me with my armor buckles, Ray commands him. I work too hard on this suit to, to have it get messed up because you decide to play rough. She holds her hand out and Ben dutifully begins undoing buckles and straps, pulling Ray's armor off of her piece by piece until she's standing there in a silver undersuit and her stiletto heels it's the weirdest stripping routine he's ever been a part of but damn if it doesn't work for him ben goes to to reach for her zipper with trembling fingers but ray stills his hand nope she says you wanted to play this game so we're gonna play it right she pushes him back so that he finds himself seated on thankfully his queen bed with a bounce they haven't even kissed yet and ben is literally about to die blood rushing from his head to his cock Ray, he says, and his voice is so whiny, even to his own ears, that it makes him cringe. Kylo Ren, Ray responds, as she steps between his legs and begins undoing his buckles and belts, freeing him of his own armor until she gets to the net of tactical webbing and decorative straps that rest under his chest piece just above his own undersuit. She gives it an experimental tug and, apparently judging it sturdy enough, pulls it up until it catches at his wrists and then it's going behind his head and his arms are pinned to his back. 
Ben fucking yes. Ben fucking forgets how to breathe. He theoretically could escape if he really wanted to, but does he really want to? Not in a million years, he thinks. You've been quite an ass to me, you know, Ray says as she begins unzipping his undersuit. Haven't you? And at her prompting, Ben finally breaks his stunned stupor enough to stammer out, Yes. And now you want to sleep with me? Ray says in a haughty voice that should be grating, but instead is turning his insides to liquid fire. Why should I let you? I'm, uh, I'm really sorry, Ben gasps out, as Ray's delicate hands, hands which have written so much filthy, filthy porn, his useless brain reminds him, flutter across the jumping muscles of his abdomen, raking through the trail of dark hair she finds there just above the place where his dick is straining against his undersuit for attention. What are you sorry about? She asks, tilting his chin up with one finger so that he's looking her in the eyes. I'm sorry for treating you like a second-class god, Ray. You're killing me. Citizen, you're fucking brilliant and I'll never do it again. Please just touch me. And yeah, Ben's just flat out begging now. That's where he's found himself at and he can't even be bothered to be upset about it. And do you prom... And do you... And do you promise me you will never, ever be a shit to someone just because you think shipping is below you as an intellectual ever again? She asks, regal brows raised. Ben nearly chokes. He wants to say that this is not the time or place for this conversation, and he's never heard dirty talk like this before in his life, and that's just not how it works, but instead he just finds himself nodding, wide-eyed and solemn, as if he's signing away his soul. Never, he gasps out. I promise. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was the moment. Slow clap. That was the moment where I was like, she did this for us. She tortured him. She was like, this is not going to be easy, you gatekeeping. Yeah. There's something so high about a woman using her sexuality to incite justice. Right? And the fact that she's like, you have made me feel like shit for two years or for however long they've gone at it. And now you want Mm -hmm. this. Well, you're going to have to earn it like yeah yeah and he's like uh-huh yeah uh-huh. <laughs> chef's kiss <laughs> chef's kiss um yeah thank you enterprising and cyborg harpy that sounds amazing um if you are looking for any other waffle house fix um secret Reload trash who is another one of our favorites has one called smothered covered and chucked wait i did i think i did read this i remember now Wait, they're they're two college students. Yeah, um, Ben's and, like in shy insomniac. Oh no. The one I read yeah. is a different one, but y'all go ahead. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm oh, sorry. The one I read, the, y'all want to know? The one I read real quick is based on that one uh-huh. vine. Can I please get a waffle? It's based on that. <laughs> Can I please get a waffle? Oh my god! <laughs> I love oh you. Oh my god! Anna. I'll find out more about that, and so we much. will be sure to link that one as well. Um, speaking of Waffle House fix, we have an update on our We Could Plant a House, We Could Build a Tree by Like a Dove, which is up to Chapter 59. And Chapter 59 just happens to take place at a Waffle House. Yes. This is another one that has a shout out to Sunny and also to Kazme, who is a line cook in this one. And it is quite adorable. When I came to that part, I have to say, like, I almost cried. I was like, oh, my God, this is so cute. Um, and we've been calling this one, uh, we could plan a waffle. So if you are following the, we could plan a house, we could build a tree, like, like a dove, be sure to check out that chapter 59 update. Um, another update that I want to talk about is from two authors that we absolutely adore. 
uh, Pretty Girls and Isha Ren have blessed us with a femme slash chapter of Lemon I'm Hot dying. Summer. You guys, AKA I'm dying. Lemon Hot Remix. Yes. It's a, yeah. called a Lemon Hot Mess. I'm a mess. Like, Honestly. I love the idea of a sexy, awkward lesbian, <laughs> right? Because, God, if I don't, so many lesbians who are so awkward. I've never been them. <laughs> But I'm usually just standing there watching my friends be that lesbian who's just so awkward. And I'm like, I think you're trying too hard. No, 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 no. I read an article. This is what draws all the women to the yard. Yeah. It's, that's, it's milkshakes. It's that's actual totally milkshakes. femme Kylo. I think, I think maybe you meant boobs. No, 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 no. I, I have strawberry. I have chocolate. I have French vanilla. It's the milkshakes. I even brought malt. That's totally Femme Kylo right there. I read an article that's this is what the chicks like. They like milkshakes. Um, no, they're not <laughs> boobs. Stop misreading it. I know it's real milkshakes. It's real milkshakes. Um, so is this, that's something that we just talked about on the last episode, how we wanted more Femme Slash Can and I also fandom. implore uh, Pretty Girl? Pretty Girl, can you please write more of this? Please. Because you mentioned at the end, as the mood strikes you, just... Mm-hmm, let mm-hmm. the mood strike you all day every day because every I day it. i need it so bad twice on sundays oh my god <laughs> three yes. times on sunday it's so good we've obviously been super enjoying this and cannot say how happy we are that we inspired another chapter or like a new beginning for lemon Hot we're Summer. just we're just voicing a need there's people out there we're just voicing a need yeah. so you know yeah if you're into fem slash and you also want to bring all the girls to the yard with mm-hmm. actual milkshakes actual please milkshakes. message us so that we can start a petition for more <coughs> star wars fem slash the end please pretty girls the end um <laughs> another fic that we just talked about that updated is perfumed in obsession yes. that fic that's the sex worker fic that we talked about last time and that has updated to now chapter 15 um, speaking of enterprisingly, Commander Kate, um, she has just started writing the falconry fic that we were talking about way back on episode one was when she was originally kind of talking about throwing the idea around. That's finally up. Yes. And it's called A Bird in the Hand. Yes. And this is the one where- Or as I like um, to call it, Play to Wing. Bird low. Play to Wing. Play to Wing. Kate's going to hate me. Kate is going to hate me. She's like, I am capable of more than this. Um, this is the one where it is uh, Ben and Ray are both into falconry, and Ben is like disgraced from like a long, long line of uh, fal- falconeers or other people who are into the sport. Um, and I believe she promised us a one bed on this one, where they have there's only one bed. So take take a read of that one. It's on uh, only on chapter one so far. Um, Landscapes is now up to Landscapes with a Blur of Conquerors is now up to chapter 48 by Diasterism so make sure you're keeping up on that can y'all believe it I know getting close Um, Tactical Alliance the sequel to Tactical Surrender by Destinies aka Chell and Destinies Written who was on our podcast a couple episodes ago is now up to chapter 3 and I'm sure we'll be talking about that in the future so make sure you're keeping up with that Sharpen Your Teeth in, uh, and Sink Into Me, which is the Like a Dove Alpha Ray ABO fic, which we mentioned last time, is now complete. So if you are so looking for good. a completed ABO fic in which Ray is the Alpha and My Ben friends. is the Omega, it's check so this shit out. It's, it's so hot. Quite delicious. 
Yeah. Oh, and, and then uh, and then like a dove started a uh, vampire hunter AU what? that yes. she's written what? she's written one chapter uh, and she's really excited about us reading it. Uh, uh, Kylo is not human, but we don't know what he is yet. He's a vampire hunter, and Ray was a sassy attitude. Full of attitude, fucking uh, late night gas station worker who also got turned into a vampire. So you need this. Maybe give it like three chapters because not, not a lot happened but didn't happen in that first chapter. It was quite delicious. So thank you, Like a Dove. I read it. <laughs> we'll be like- sure to check that out. That one is called uh, Buried Beneath the Fountain of Youth look by at, Like look a at, Dove. Look at, look at, Michelle's so good. Can we just praise King Michelle right now? She's yes, just please. like always She's on top, like, of, on top it. of things. Like, so she, she, I mean, I'm the librarian by trade, but I feel, like, I feel like I need a Michelle on my shoulder just so that she can retrieve things faster than I ever could. Honestly, and I wouldn't say no. It's so hot, Michelle. You are so competent, and I just—you're the best. You, you might even it. say that the commander is in command. Yeah, Fuck yeah. Commander, yes. po commander, fucking hammering. Um, <laughs> listen, I actually feel a little bit bad about this because I am pretty thorough in my research. So, to all of our authors out there, if I find you and you don't want me to find you on that, uh, like if I find your personal Twitter on accident or your personal Tumblr on accident, I'm really sorry. Just let us know and we will take down all the links. I promise. Because sometimes I'm like, um, they didn't mention this anywhere in their AO3. So maybe I should not link to this because I'm a little too good at finding And the last update that we have is one that Mariana already mentioned. Uh, Play to Win is now complete by Enterprisingly slash Commander Kate on Tumblr and Twitter. And that's been updated with an epilogue now up to 17 chapters. The epilogue is super cute. So if you haven't read it, go check it out. And I think the last thing that we wanted to mention really quick was kind of what's going on with Tumblr. Oh my gosh. Oh the my fact gosh. that we're having a mass migration over to Twitter as a fandom. All right. But so. see, I mean, Twitter's interface is not as friendly. I mean, Tumblr's interface wasn't friendly either, but at least right. I felt like it was more visual. I feel like I have to click on a lot of links with Twitter. We're not going to go on mm-hmm. for forever because I could hate on so yeah. much shit as a user experience S- person. Spark notes. Yeah. Okay. Loyal listeners, if you haven't already, I need you to look up Sesta Fosta. Sesta F-O-S-T-A, Sesta Fosta. This is some, like, weird omnibus legislation that is supposed to be protecting um, victims of human trafficking, uh, specifically sexual human trafficking, um, but it ends up hurting lots and lots of sex workers. Um, It hurts sex workers, and this is how it hurts sex workers. Lots of sex workers depend on websites like Tumblr uh, Mm -hmm. to sell their services, regardless of what those services are. Um, and the internet as a whole helps sex workers vet clients before they go to meet them, regardless mm-hmm. of what the services that the sex workers provide. They go on providing. Tumblr, they go on Facebook, yeah. they go on Twitter, they look at who their, their patrons they, are. Yeah, and they and trade and they can trade notes with themselves. other yeah, they trade notes with other sex workers mm-hmm. like, Oh, I've worked with this person before. They're, they're okay. okay, I worked with this person before, they're not okay. It's something as simple as that. What Sesta mm-hmm. Fossa does is that it makes a website hosting content from sex workers liable for um, any illegal interaction that might come up. Now, remember, um, 
there's consensual sex between adults that includes like pay is still considered illegal in most parts of the United States, even mm-hmm. if it's just like, you know, regular vanilla, like I would like to pay you for a blowjob type stuff. Okay. And, and that is, that's the majority of sex work. It's people want a specific thing. Sex workers are willing to, to provide that thing for money. Mm-hmm. That's very simple. Um, and so what SESTA FOSTA does is that it penalizes websites for hosting um, that content. And so in order to just avoid any type of legal hangups, websites mm-hmm. across the board have just been expunging explicit content from their sites, um, or, mostly or of the visual kind. Doubling mm-hmm. down on existing rules that they've had about sexual content because yeah. that is also happening. Yeah. And so um, December 17th, I think it was, which also happens to be like international, like protect sex workers day or yeah. sex workers yeah. rights day or something like that. Fucking like the worst time ever. In yeah. The that world. was the day that Tumblr decided to start enforcing this policy of no longer allowing um, certain kinds of explicit content on the site, even if it has nothing to do with sex work. So that means mm-hmm. people like Alethean, people like Railho, people like, um, uh, is it Cosmogonica? And yeah. then yeah. Um, people who draw uh, essentially fictional characters have sex. Or, yeah, um, Gilillasaur, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking, people I'm, who, who was make, it Lucid Lucy as well? Or no? Yes. Yes. Boom yes. Defunct. Yes. Yeah, people who make yeah, explicit visual content. That's not mm-hmm. even photographs of real people. It's not people. even for sale. No. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's not for sale. Yeah. Not real people. Yeah. And and Tumblr is just like, nope, you can't do that anymore. So that's what's happening. And so you've, we've seen an exodus from Tumblr of mm-hmm. these artists to Twitter and mm-hmm. to uh, Instagram. Um, yeah. And a lot of people are waiting for Pillow Fort to open so that people can uh, move that content to Pillow Fort. And it's also mm-hmm. starting on Facebook. Facebook is going to make it so that of age adults can't even talk to each other about sex. And that's one of those conversations that if you look back Facebook's content warnings and content, when you sign your agreement to whatchamacallit, that has been Uh part of Facebook's uh, conversations from the very beginning, Uh, but they have not cracked down on it until uh, the second that Tumblr started cracking down on it. Um, It has been enforced recently more so than it was, say, six or eight months ago. So if we can find, as a group, a place that rewards creators with what they need with Mm -hmm. the amount of money that they currently get that we're paying creators the amount of money they need in order to survive but also Mm -hmm. paying to a larger organization that's willing to fight sesta fosta that's what we need so i I understand of us uh, essentially having this political conversation makes some of our our listeners uncomfortable because like you Mm -hmm. know maybe you don't come to the smut hut for that you come to smut hut for escape and and a lot of us we go we turn to fan fiction for that escape but our fan fiction, that content, it's at risk. It's in a very yes. vulnerable place right now. What we're doing mm-hmm. right now is vulnerable. Yeah, and yeah. so if you think it doesn't affect the fandom, you're wrong. It yeah, does. It will. And it absolutely will. So if you're if you if you're so inclined, if you are so inclined, we here at the Smut Hut would like to encourage you to, you know, write your legislators mm-hmm. to uh, reblog posts about how messed up this is uh Mm -hmm. to share information with each other about Mm -hmm. ways that we can get around the blockades essentially it's you know this 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 could have serious repercussions down the line for explicit content and you know i'm i'm the type of person even though I, i definitely don't identify as a libertarian 
I take a libertarian approach to sex in the sense of if it's consenting adults, ain't your fucking business. It's not. It's no one's business. And you know the iron, just like leave people. The irony alone. is like fan fiction faced censorship like this at the beginning in the '90s. There was another wave of like right. legislator mm-hmm. doing the same exact yeah. thing that we're that that's going on right now. So it's like to think that mm-hmm. it's not going to affect us. It's it's, it's it, what happened to Tumblr was that it was a, a safe space for a lot of people to to practice mm-hmm. to, to be yeah. able to do their work and a lot of other people to be able to explore parts of themselves yeah. that have been yeah. like mm-hmm. you know for whatever reason in your life that have been used against you or or just that you haven't been able to like embrace because of the puritanism because of the way that you've been whatever it was a safe space yeah and it was taken away and that's what's happening essentially safe spaces are being attacked well and they're not taking down male gays website they're finding yeah. that middle ground website that caters to oh, women oh you mean mm-hmm. female presenting nipples yeah I mean, yeah. yeah yeah i mean and, and and you know high five to porn tube i get it like you wanted all of us uh Pornhub. Pornhub, excuse me, PornTube. Same diff, right? They're the same, right? <laughs> no. uh, PornHub was like, hey, <laughs> come to us. We'll we'll give you your own page. And I'm like, yeah, except that yeah. I'm looking at porn on the subway. I'm looking at the porn on free Wi-Fi. If they've got filters on that free Wi-Fi, I can't go to PornHub. I yeah. can go to a, I can go to Tumblr because Tumblr is not considered explicit, but I can find explicit material. Yeah. You have to be willing to cater to your audience. And just because your audience is looking at explicit material seven times out of ten, you need to be mm-hmm. willing to cater to that last three times. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't I don't know what Tumblr is without porn. But also right. like Pornhub, like those those websites, they cater to the male gaze and they are not like they're I feel like there's a violence there's a violence yeah, to the female. No, spaces. they're not. There's a violence. Yeah. to the to women so that's why it's like it's not you know for a lot of people it doesn't feel like a safe space and that's tumblr you were able to carve that out like a space where it was people yeah because they had tags where you could like get exactly. rid of stuff yeah you could, you could ignore things right. yeah you, you could do ignore that. stuff if you wanted if if you didn't want not for safe content or not yeah. safe for work content you could block that if you didn't want to see you know a specific type of thing you or or a certain artist or whatever you could block that and it was really easy to curate your own but it's content so, on there. So like obviously not even trying to hide the misogyny in it. My brother came downstairs the other day because he had just gotten on Tumblr and he's like, "What the hell is a female presenting nipple? I don't understand any of this." <laughs> Have you guys seen that meme where it's like a female, it's like a stock image of a woman in a business suit and she has like her hands out like she's presenting a slide, but it's like nipples. It's like male nipple. It's like Kylo Ren with his shirt off. It's hilarious and it's like female presenting nipples because she's presenting the slide of male nipples. It's hilarious. Yeah. So if you have an artist um, that you really love or if you are an artist of uh, some female presenting nipples, <laughs> um, especially if you are a Star Wars artist, type content, we love Kylux. Send it to we us. do. We, we love, love Kylux. We love Ginger Pilot. We love Finn, Rose, and Poe. We love Ray Rose. We love Kyle. We love all of it. Ray, all of Give it. So send us all. your information. Um, send us... Uh, an email at smuthutpodcast at gmail.com send it to us on twitter or tumblr at smuthutpodcast send us your information so that we can follow you and share your content yeah we want to share you on twitter like share the love we still keep a lot of our our fic recommendations like if you need the full Mm -hmm. thing it's still on tumblr because it's the easiest thing but yeah i think i think mariana will appreciate this um we stand a female presenting nipple okay yeah we do yeah we do yes we do presenting nipple
So pass it along. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for sticking around with us for episode yes. eight. Yeah. Episode eight. We hope you all had happy life days and happy winter holidays. Yes. Um, Look out for us in 2019. See you in 2019. See you. Have a fic you want us to review? Want to gush about how much you love the podcast? Want to be a guest host? Get in touch with us. You can find us on Twitter or Tumblr at Smut Hut Podcast or send us an email at smuthutpodcast at gmail.com or you can currently find us on Kofi at Smut Hut Podcast as well. Don't forget, Hut is spelled with two T's just like Jabba the Hut. That's all for us here at the Smut Hut where someone needs to please get us a waffle. <laughs>